Welcome back, true crime fans. It's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo for Wings 93, with another episode of True Crime Tuesday, where we explore true crimes, unsolved mysteries, and strange stories from across history and across the globe. This week, we dive into the history books with a story of a famous family who built a famous home, one that holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest continuous house construction lasting nearly 38 years, as we investigate True Crime Tuesday number 96, The Winchester Mystery House. Sarah Lockwood Party, whom everyone called Sally, was born in New Haven, Connecticut in the summer of 1839, the daughter of Leonard and Sarah Party. Sarah would grow up and eventually marry William Wirt Winchester, the only son of Oliver Winchester, who founded the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, which would grow to become one of the world's largest gun manufacturers. Sally's life, although rich and prosperous, was plagued with loss. In 1866, Sally gave birth to their only child, Annie, who lived less than one month. Years later, between the fall of 1880 and spring of 1881, Sally lost her mother, her father-in-law, and her husband, William. When William died, he left Sally Winchester an inheritance of $20 million, over $561 million in today's money, as well as a 50% stake in the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, making her one of the richest women in the world. Several years later, Sally's oldest sister, Mary, died in 1884, and in less than a year, 46-year-old Sally began to develop rheumatoid arthritis, and her doctor, suggested that a warmer climate may help her condition. So in 1886, Sally Winchester visited the Santa Clara Valley in California. After falling in love with the region, she purchased a 45-acre ranch near San Jose. The property included a two-story, eight-room farmhouse that would serve as the basis for a sprawling mansion, which she would later call Lanata Villa. Sally and her late husband shared an interest in architecture and interior design, while building their homestead in Connecticut, and she was extremely involved in the plans to expand the San Jose farmhouse and eventually fired the two architects working on the project, opting to develop the blueprints herself. So one by one, she carefully designed each room and oversaw their construction. The home featured elements of Victorian, Gothic, and Romanesque inspiration, and always the perfectionist. Sally would often build and abandon parts of the construction if they didn't meet her incredibly high standards. A seven-story tower was built and torn down 16 times. The house began to take on a maze-like design, resembling more of a castle than a single-family home. And the house spared no expense. The wood carvings on the ballroom walls and ceilings used expensive woods like teak and mahogany. Accents included chandeliers from Germany, art glass from Australia, various home furnishings from across Asia, and fine French art. The home even featured an early intercom system because the house was just so expansive. As construction progressed over the next several years, the home began to grow and grow, up to five stories in some parts of the home. The construction was being completed so quickly and with so many revisions that workers were often walling over exterior windows and doors to accommodate Sally's ever-changing plans. Sally continued to feverishly design and add on to the already sprawling homestead, which, at its peak, had over 500 rooms. 
And the part of the story that makes it so strange is not the fact that Sally Winchester had an unquenchable thirst for adding on, but because a popular legend suggested that the reason for her insatiable lust was because Sally was haunted by the delusions that she was somehow cursed by the spirits of those killed by the Winchester rifle, which her late husband's family had created and manufactured. Beginning in 1895, Sally Winchester began making the newspaper headlines with her endless building. Journalists claimed she was fearful of bad luck if the construction ever ended. That theory grew into a legend that suggested that the only way for Sally to protect herself was to continually add on to her home, even if the plans didn't quite make sense. The house was known for secret rooms, staircases that led to nowhere, walls covering windows and doorways, doors that opened into solid walls, and doors that led to sudden drops, some several stories high. However, more logical theories arose suggesting Sally Winchester was not tormented by the ghosts of Winchester rifle victims, but rather the strange construction choices may have been the result of the rebuilding process after a major earthquake in 1906. It's said that during the earthquake, the seven-story tower and most of the chimneys collapsed. An entire wing was destroyed along with the third, fourth, and fifth story additions in several sections of the home. Some of the doors to a drop-off may have been the result of balconies that collapsed, but were never replaced. Staircases that ended suddenly may have been due to the fact that the upper floors had collapsed, and there was nothing further to access. Regardless, as Sally aged, the pace of the construction slowed, and her interest waned. Construction on the Lanata Villa ended on September 5, 1922, when Sally Winchester died of heart failure at the age of 82. Following Sally's death, the belongings of the home were given to her niece, Marion Marriott, who auctioned off nearly everything. The house itself went to the highest bidder, who eventually turned it into a tourist attraction, opening it to the public beginning in February of 1923, just five months after Sally's death. And by the time Sally Winchester died, the house had 160 rooms, 2,000 doors, 10,000 windows, 47 stairways, 47 fireplaces, 13 bathrooms, and 6 kitchens, once the largest private residence in the United States, but it still remained unfinished. The name Winchester Mystery House was coined by magician Harry Houdini, who toured the property in 1924 suggesting it might be a great way to promote the property and attract visitors. And mysterious might be a fitting term to describe the folklore and the superstition of the home, including the belief that the house was built in a maze-like pattern to confuse ghosts and prevent them from harming Sally or other members of the family, or the suggestion that the bell tower was somehow used to summon spirits, or that local residents claimed to hear strange ghostly music coming from the house, which may have just been Sally playing the pipe organ in the ballroom, or the stories that have gained more validity after Sally's health began to fail, and she became more reclusive and isolated from friends and neighbors. Aside from local legends, visitors and tour guides have claimed experiencing cold spots, footsteps, cooking smells, odd sounds, whispering, doors and windows slamming, and the feeling of being watched, although several paranormal experts have claimed there is no evidence of the house actually being haunted. We may never know the true reasons behind Sally Winchester's ceaseless building and rebuilding, but the house remains as strange and unique even today. Currently, the house sits between eight lanes of traffic on the I-280 freeway in San Jose, California, 
It's gone through several decades of renovations and restorations and is currently managed by a private company owned by the descendants of John and Mame Brown, who were the first caretakers and tour guides after Sally's death in 1922. And that is today's True Crime Tuesday story, episode number 96, the story of Sally Winchester in the Winchester Mystery House. Join me each week for more stories of true crimes, unsolved mysteries, and unexplained occurrences. We'll see you next time.